0: What's going on Bulls Nation and welcome in to a fresh episode of the CHGO Bulls Podcast presented by Pet. Don't forget that promo code CHGO when you sign up to live your bet life. What's going on everybody? Peck here. You can follow me on Twitter at Bulls underscore Peck. You can follow the goat at Won't Gottlieb. And Big Dave right here is at no, Bawl Sports. We are
1: CHGO underscore Bulls.
0: Happy Friday, Bulls Nation. Happy Friday, gentlemen. How are we doing, Will? How are we doing?
1: I just got back from walking my dog in the rain, so drying off, still, you know, reacclimating to this brutal
0: wind howling outside of my screen door right now. It's insane. Mm -hmm.
1: Chicago weather needs to chill. (laughs) Seriously.
0: (laughs) Nobody going to Wrigley today. My goodness. Mm -hmm. could you imagine trying to sit through a baseball game in this crap?
2: You would do it? No, I no, wouldn't. Thank you. I you would, would not.
0: It. I save my attendances to Wrigley Field for July, August, September.
2: Oh, real fan. When oh, Summer
1: yeah. Pack is in full form, Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Can I comfortably we wear a tank We don't want top this preseason ballpark? stuff. This is we're it's, talking midseason. We're talking midseason form. <laughs>
0: midseason form. <laughs> people go to people who go to baseball games Chicago in April are freaking dumb. Or now even May. Dave, fans. how are you, sir? How's your Friday going so far?
2: <laughs> I'm doing great. Uh, unlike Will, I don't own an animal, so I have not stepped foot outside. You're a wise man, to, my friend. <laughs> except for the uh, get groceries that were delivered, because we're bougie like that.
1: <laughs> You're a smart
0: man. Yeah, you, wise, wise. Um, well, hope everybody's enjoying their Friday, getting ready for the weekend. Uh, we are going to have some fun today. In the uh, off-season months, we're going to do something probably every week that we're just calling fun fridays where we'll maybe we'll talk some bulls and some nba stuff of them. maybe we won't but we'll, we'll we'll get silly with it and and we're kicking it off with a new game uh that is a uh, a brainchild from that man big dave right there called random bulls generator where we all just kind of pick names out of our brain hats of bulls past that aren't well remembered by bulls fans and talk about them uh, and then we'll also spend the back half of today's episode doing some AMA and answering questions, Bulls or non-Bulls questions from any of you out there in Bulls Nation. We've got some questions already sent in on our uh, our CHO Bulls Discord channel, some on Twitter, and feel free to throw some in the live comments uh, here in the live chat on YouTube as well. We'll get to as many as we can. Uh, but first,
1: guys, are we ready? Are we ready to play Random Bulls Generator? Yes. I got zero context, context for this uh, assignment, and I'm so excited. I think this is going to be hilarious. <laughs> oh, right. look, look at this
2: fancy generator. Wow, Joey, you've outdone yourself. Look, Joey, look at him. You've outdone oh, wow. yourself. If that thing moves, I'm going to freak out.
3: Oh, come on, Big Dave. You know, out, oh, you know it moves.
2: You oh, know oh, it moves. Come on with it then. A little bit. Only a little bit. Come on,
1: we'll
3: win. All right, we'll pull oh the lever God. down for the first one. The I first like one's that, Matt. I
1: like that the CHGO Bulls logo
0: is the top of the lever. I I was just <laughs> about to say that. That's such a nice touch. I I want to breach into my computer screen and pull it down and crank it so bad. Right All right, now. go ahead. Pull
3: it down. Pull it down.
2: All right, here we go. Pax get... turn. Oh,
0: oh, look at that! Man. All right,
2: here we go. Here we All go. right, here we go.
3: Oh. Pax random ball.
0: Oh, oh. Mm. Now. First question, can either of you guys name this individual?
2: Uh, I can. I'm going to guess that he's white.
1: That's a, that's a safe uh, safe spot to start, safe,
2: Dave. Safe spot right there. Um, that's Sungaila. Name. I
1: think I almost chose oh!
2: That Sungaila. Oh! That's Sungaila? No,
3: it right. Wow. You
0: know, the Sungaila. only reason
1: I know that is because I almost selected him this morning.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I was wondering if we were going to overlap at all, if any of us were going to pick the same random bull. Wow. Um, all right. So a couple of a couple of questions for you guys. Okay. Do you recall which season Darius Sangaila wore a Bulls jersey? He played just one season with the Chicago Bulls.
2: Dude, up top, I'm gonna say oh three. Just guessing. Just complete I guessing. think it was like
1: oh six, oh seven. Mm. Will is closer. It was the oh five oh six season. Mm. 05, 06. Okay. Oh five oh six. I should have known that.
0: Bulls uh, went to the playoffs for the second consecutive year that year, um, lost in the first round, and uh, he played 62 games for the Bulls, starting seven of them. Mm-hmm. And uh, want to take a stab at his uh, his stats, points,
1: boards?
2: Ooh, uh, three point three points. Uh huh. Two
1: point one boards. I don't
2: know, Dave. I'm gonna say. Um... in 2004 you said
1: 2005
0: slash six
2: 2005 slash six okay average
1: 21 and a half minutes per game
2: shut up really oh god (laughs) i feel Um, like the bulls
1: the bulls have done this thing for years now where they just like pick up guys off the scrap heap because they get really injured every year and they play for like 20 games and then they're gone
2: i'm gonna say they like put up some numbers I'll be nice to say four points, even though I think Will is right with the three. I'll say four and two rebounds.
0: You guys ready to have your minds blown? He averaged 9.2 points per game (laughs) and four rebounds.
2: Wow. He was an all star. He gets
0: buckets.
2: (laughs) Kyla being sold short. And bucket buckets. We did sell it very, very short. I
0: was, so at first I looked up his basketball reference page and had a laugh at that. And then I went on YouTube and searched (laughs) Darius Singaila on YouTube. Uh, He only has like three videos that come up when you just type his name into the search bar of YouTube. One of them was when he was playing with the Bulls and it was like him and Chris Duhan hit back-to-back buckets late in a close win over the Raptors, I believe. And then one of the other ones is when he was playing with the Wizards after his stint with the Bulls. And this was the like Gilbert arenas wizards that wore those hideous gold jerseys. Do you guys remember those?
2: Yeah, definitely. Oh yeah.
0: And, and the highlight, the highlight of Singalia is where um, he's boxing out under his own basket. Somebody misses a shot. And instead of grabbing the rebound, he turns away from the ball. The ball hits him in the shoulder and it Kareem's off his shoulder and up and in to his own basket. And that was one of the three videos of Darius Singalia on YouTube.
2: That is the re- most. Ridiculous. I'm gonna have to go watch.
1: I'm gonna have to go watch that after the show because it sounds like stuff I need to see. Yeah, it's, it's
2: uh, ridiculous and completely believable for that. Right? <laughs> was I was like, I
0: was like, this is too perfect. That this is one of his very few highlights on YouTube <laughs> that made it to YouTube. All oh, right, w- one more, one more uh, pop quiz for you guys. Okay. Can either of you name? Darius Singila's country of origin. I know the answer to this. He went Dave, to he I'll, played he played ball at Wake Forest, but where is he from?
1: Darius uh, S- let, let Dave, go first.
2: Oh uh, gosh, uh, Slovenia, Lithuania. <laughs> oh,
1: is that what I'm you were going to say, Will? That's what I was going to say.
2: How, okay. how did you remember
1: that Darius the Darius? Oh, right, because I almost, almost him. chose him.
0: Oh, right. I you almost chose him.
1: I was doing my research. I didn't know what I was researching, but I did my research.
0: <laughs> oh my goodness, that is freaking hilarious!
1: You know,
2: I'll just do this anyway. That's what I was gonna do anyway tonight. Was just go over random bulls and just look
1: up their stats. Hey man, it's off season. To I, I I gotta stay sharp, you know. i feel so you. so
0: good.
2: I feel you, man. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I awesome. I did
0: not I did not remember that one until I was just sifting through some some bulls years on Basketball Reference. Wow, what a legend. Man. What That's a legend! All right, who's who's up next?
1: I think I think it's me. Pull the uh,
2: pull okay. the lever
1: for me. Going Boom!
2: To down. Ooh, wow! Oh man!
1: Oh God! You guys, you guys can get this. I I have faith.
2: It's it's recent.
1: It looks like yeah.
0: I was gonna say that it looks like a newer practice shirt. I, why do I see G League
2: when I look at him? Um, he <laughs> looks very familiar. So familiar. Oh, uh, I, All right, you, I you guys want to Grant. Yes. <laughs> it, okay. He does look like Jeremy Grant, doesn't he? Right.
1: He played on the Bulls in mm-hmm. the three alpha season. He came okay. over in a trade, which I will share oh. more details about. Oh, Oh, <laughs> sounds oh. like we might have a winner.
0: You got a winner. He came over in a trade in the three alpha season. It's not Joffrey Laverne. It's the other one from that. It is the other one. Random trade. Shoot,
1: one of the other ones.
2: It's not uh, King Joffrey. Um, oh, that means I was talking him up too. Uh, I love King Joffrey. All
1: right, I'm, oh I'm playing. I'm playing you the music. I'm playing you guys off. It uh, is.
2: Oh, okay. uh, all it? right,
1: fine. One, one last guess for each Dave, of you. Dave, you get a guess.
2: I, I I wouldn't. I, I don't have a name in my head at all. Please tell me. It's gonna drive me crazy when you tell us.
1: Anthony Morrow.
2: Morrow. Morrow. Ah!
1: <laughs> he came over in the Taj Gibson and Doug McDermott and a second round pick oh. trade, in which the Bulls got back Cameron Payne, King John Laverne, and Anthony Morrow. Anthony. And he played
2: number twenty. Did he wear number twenty?
1: That I'm not sure I could answer, although I do have his basketball reference page up. He wore number 11. 11.
2: Um, okay.
1: All right. He he played only nine games in the regular season, but he played in three games uh, against the Celtics in that playoff series. Okay. And uh, I mean, he, he's always been kind of known as a sharpshooter, always a 40 percent from three guy. And if you guys r- recall with Rondo and D Wade and Jimmy, you kind of needed some shooting around those guys. So okay. uh, that, that was his role. Um, also funny, funny thing about the uh the Anthony Morrow season is that was the the Bulls had two guys on the roster from Murray State, and neither of them were John Morant. How sad is that? <laughs> oh my gosh.
2: Oh, that's depressing. Yo, I don't know why that was just depressing. That was just so depressing, right? Can there. you guys
1: name the other one while we're while we're taking crazy uh
2: from Murray State? So it, was, uh, it was
1: Cameron Payne, who's obviously balling for the Suns these days. <laughs> and the other one's no longer in the league. But he had a a couple be. of games there in that playoff series. Isaiah Cannon.
2: Isaiah oh, Cannon. I oh stand man, Isaiah Cannon.
0: Who had he, way too many A's in his name. Yeah, like I, yeah. It was like his name was he 50% too A's.
1: Many
2: also played for Phoenix. He also played for Phoenix as well.
1: Also not no, very they, good at basketball. <laughs> <laughs> I think he had some moments in the playoffs when uh, after Rondo went out and they started like four guards at the same time. What a year that was.
2: Moments is strong. <laughs> I cannot believe. <laughs> I still Literally, can't get I've over just, that trade, though.
1: That I trade was going to
0: say insane. I have clearly deleted that trade from my Bulls memory bank yes, because it, it was so so
1: they traded, terrible. They traded away the two best players and a pick. Right.
0: <laughs> we'll give away the two best players in the trade, so you guys should. So we also have the take the honor of
1: also us. giving.
0: Oh my god! Oh my goodness, man! That's
2: just you know. I, I mean, I of every
0: player there. in that trade who's playing significant minutes, well, okay. Crazily enough, Campaign is playing backup guard minutes for Phoenix right now, with mm-hmm. the one seed in the West trying to get back to the finals. But Dougie and Taj still playing big minutes in the NBA. I don't all know all of the Josh pieces the Bulls got back in that trade. God. Also, yeah, I Todd... still, I'm still waiting for the other shoe to drop with Campaign. Like in in one of these playoff games, he's just gonna like somehow score negative 80 points and cost them <laughs> the championship.
1: I just remember I was at summer league one year. Uh, I think it was the year after they won the Summer League Championship. Mm-hmm. So they were not playing, you know, the their, some of their best Summer League ball, which, of course, is incredibly important in the grand scheme of things. <laughs> uh, And I was sitting next to Stefan No and we were watching the Bulls, and Cameron Payne j- tried to, like, cut across the court, um, like, sideline to sideline to get an inbounds pass, and he just slipped and fell flat on his face. <laughs> and that is the only image of Cameron Payne that I'll ever have.
0: Oh, my goodness.
1: But honestly, credit to him. Like He he was not an NBA player for a while, and then he turned himself into an NBA player.
2: No, I will not not say credit. I will say credit to Monty Williams and Chris Paul. I don't know if I can say credit (laughs) to Cameron Payne. When he squares up to shoot, he
0: points both of his feet away from the basket. I don't understand. (laughs) It makes no
3: sense.
2: He does the same oh, thing right here. Play. All right.
0: Let me line up like this to take my three. Right. That's like
1: how I have to play golf. Cause I slice it so much. I just got to <laughs> aim in the other direction.
0: I'm going to aim at my golf cart behind the tees. <laughs> Seems uh, Seems uh, all right. All right. Big Dave, you're up next. Big Dave's turn to pull the random bulls generator oh, lever.
2: Random bulls generator machine, baby. Lucky money. Give me some money. Yank that down for me. This should- Mm-hmm. We got mm-hmm. Oh, oh our is. our
1: boy, Gennaro mm-hmm. Pargo. Yeah, Genero was...
2: Pargo. Genero mm. Pargo. Bulls My legend. Man. Legendary Genero Pargo. I picked him for a specific reason, but do you guys have a favorite Genero Pargo moment? Cuz there literally is one.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was about to say I'm not sure I could have I don't have any moments. Oh, I remember well, him watching him in warm-up sometimes. <laughs> Matt,
2: do you have in one? Matt? I,
1: I, I have a complete lack of
0: favorite Gennaro Pargo moments.
2: <laughs> <laughs> there is one that made him a legend here in Chicago, and that was game I believe, five in the playoffs when they played the Washington Wizards. And when they played the Wizards, they were down 10 points in the fourth quarter with about a minute or something to go, and Gennaro Pargo went insane. And hit every single shot, and hit a game tying three to tie that game up. But Gilbert Arenas hit the game winner, sent him back home, and the Bulls lost. Now, mm. I was at that game. <laughs> That's all you bring this up. I think it was
1: 405? Yeah, was I think yeah. he had a didn't he have a second stint with the Bulls? Yeah, like he did. Yeah, he came he did. back,
0: yes, he and he, he wasn't on the 10-11 team. Rose's MVP in the conference finals. I think he was on the team. The year prior,
1: 910. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's not true. He came right. back and played one more year with the Bulls. He
2: sure did. Now, now when I was and at the he game, was on the
1: he was on the coaching staff too, I believe. He was mm-hmm. on the co- Oh god, mm-hmm. yes,
2: he was on the coaching staff. And his brother played as well. Why right? do I
1: have all this information in my brain? Like I can't Just remember anything important. What do you, mean?
2: But- <laughs> you don't question greatness. How dare you? you? Don't do that. This is what it is, Will. But dude, listen, this is where I learned a valuable lesson. I went against my better judgment in that. I went with a friend of mine. we watching that game. The whole time, the Bulls are getting destroyed. <laughs> They're getting beat up that whole game. They started playing a little better in the fourth quarter. My friend was like, dude, we should get out of here. Like, this game is over. They're not coming back and winning. I was like, dude, you don't leave games early. It's not a thing. We don't leave. He's like, man, come on, man. I got to go, man. I got to go. We got to get out of here. This ain't going to happen. It's a 10-point game. We're like a minute ago, and it's not going to happen. I was like, all right, fine. So we left. And then I called, I called my father. I called home, and I'm talking to my dad. My dad was like, man, I know you're enjoying the game right now, man. I know you're having a blast. I'm like, what you mean? I was like, the game was over. It was a 10-point game. He was like, the game is tied. It's a tied game. And I just gave my friend the death stare, <laughs> like immediately looking at him. And he was like, it's a few seconds left. I said, dude, if they don't hit this shot to win this game, I'm going to punch you in this face right now. <laughs> I mean it, too. And I meant it. I was gonna, I was going to hit him so hard. And and, and Gilbert Arenas hit that shot and saved me from breaking my friend's nose by punching him in the face because I was so angry that I left that game because I, I never cannot, leave games early, man.
1: I cannot like, imagine you being that angry. I just can't. Dude,
2: I was heated. I was because I don't leave. It's not a thing for me. I never, ever, ever, ever leave. Some of my favorite sports moments are because I stayed and the comeback occurred with like a grand slam in the ninth inning or something like that. I never leave, man. I always stay to the end. It's got to be like a 30-point beatdown for me to get out of there. I Matt, was, uh, that Memphis game is a great example. Memphis was killing the Bulls that whole game. And then mm-hmm. they got to that fourth quarter, and the Bulls made an incredible run, and it was it was great to see. But I never leave early. I left a playoff game early. I ne- I've, I've never left the game early again since that has happened.
1: And and nor will you again. Never. I remember I uh, I was at the Cubs-Giants game four in San Francisco in 2016 the year they won the world series mm-hmm. and they were down like five runs or something in the in the bottom of the eighth or top of the eighth yeah. and they scored and i was like i'm i can't watch this happen they lost in 14 innings the night before i cannot sit through this again and then they scored like five runs that inning and I'm so glad I you
3: left will you were there and you no, left no, no, no,
1: i stayed i stayed oh
3: my god i was gonna i
1: slide. almost <laughs> left no that was like
2: baseball bro till we in here that was like, yeah <laughs>
1: and that was the was game wrong. four that clinched it and sent them to the nlcs right if i recall that was the one and yeah. everybody at that time was like oh man if they have to go back to Riz- wrigley for game five and hit against cueto this is not oh, gonna man. happen oh man that
2: was a great series that was that was a great, series. That was that was a great series. series it yeah. was man but i liked janeiro pargo for the bull i did i thought Dude. he was a solid backup and he provided little tiny moments he wasn't Pargo great. was
0: the man and he he's a chicago he guy made- right Teammates, yeah. Chicago right. guy, and teammates with Darius Singila in 2005-06. Yeah. <laughs> the legendary duo, the iconic duo of Pargo and Singaila. Oh, my goodness. And Wait. he
1: has a brother, I think, that was also in the league for a while. Yeah, that's what I said mm-hmm. earlier. Jeremy. Oh, Jeremy sorry. Pargo. I, I was probably looking up yep. Darius no, Singaila's J- stats J- Jeremy or Jeremy Pargo, definitely.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy
0: was Pargo he... in the league. Was he in attendance for Joe Keem's retirement night last October? I feel like I remember seeing him in some of those pictures.
2: Yeah, I feel like you're right because oh, he and Joe Keem only well overlapped
0: that one year when he came back in nine ten because he had left the Bulls by the time they drafted Joe Keem.
2: Mm, that sounds right. I think I, I feel like, I, feel like I remember
0: seeing him in some of those pictures that Joe Keem and the Bulls posted on social media.
2: I'm gonna put him there. Why not? I'm gonna put him there because he's a Bulls legend because they brought him back. And he never played, what, two seasons, and then they let, let him go, and then he came back for one more season, and then he was coaching. And he was a assistant coach on the Windy City Bulls as well
0: for, oh, the, for the Bulls. So he yeah, did that, from, about that
2: for two seasons, I believe 2017, if I'm not mistaken. He was there for like two years. So, yeah, Gennaro, they they love Gennaro here, man. <laughs> Gennaro got love here in Chicago. Dude,
0: so, Speaking of which, Dave, have you gotten calls from the Windy City Bulls this week?
2: I have not. No, they called you.
1: Yeah, I have
2: two voicemails. Finally,
1: finally getting that ten
2: day. No, they probably called me and I didn't answer. But (laughs) I have I screened I screened
0: the calls Uh because and it it didn't say like Windy City Bulls on the caller ID, just some random name or number. But I, I didn't know either time, so I screened both times. Somebody calling like a representative from the Windy City Bulls, like, hey Matt, like called to check in. Uh, saw that you attended one of our Windy City Bulls games this season and just wanted to get some feedback and hear about your experience and also talk to you about some exciting new things we're working on for next season. Mm. So it was clearly from that one time that you and I went with Fred and some of the other Bulls podcast people to do that, you know, that halftime podcast thing. And I'm like, they're there are these these Windy City Bulls are thirsty. <laughs> like I sure, thanks for for having me that one time. That was nice. But I'm not, on I'm not trying to like sign up for a Windy City Bulls toning like season the, ticket package if that's what you're after.
2: Yeah, that's that's like going on one date and you know you don't talk to that person for a couple <laughs> weeks and right. they're calling you back, like, wait, what? It was one date. <laughs> like, you, you I know. thought we
1: had an understanding. Right. Yeah. We did we not. We split
2: the check. We <laughs> split the check. <laughs> uh
0: all right, that was fun. I cannot wait to do that again. Yeah. I cannot wait for so next week for that. It's a wonderful yeah. exercise. Um, let us now move on to the AMA portion of our Friday fun. But before that, Big Dave, tell the
2: people about the PointsBet, would you please? I think they would like to know the best way to support what we do here. And the best way to support CHGO is to download that PointsBet app and use that code CHGO when you sign up. Because if you do that right now, you will get two, count, one, two, risk-free bets up to two thousand dollars but that's not it if you make a 50 or more first time deposit you and i'm talking to you out there you will receive a free chgo membership which unlocks all of that awesome web content where will Gottlieb will put all those bulls thoughts that he has crowded in his head down on some paper and onto your screen and you can see that and you will get a free chgo t-shirt of your choice from the CHGO locker. That's 2,000 in free bets, a free CHGO membership, a free t-shirt from that locker, all for making a $50 or more first-time deposit at PointsBet. Oh, dramatic pauses. I love them so. Live NBA same game parlay. That's what it is, y'all. Because for the first time ever, you can build that perfect live NBA same game parlay only at PointsBet. You combine your favorite bets anytime during the game. And if you want more, Joey, are you there? He's not there, I had to ask. And I know you do. And I know you do. It took me a
3: while to find the mouse.
2: (laughs) You can also boost your live same-game parlays. You can watch live, parlay live, boost live, and partay live with points bet. And if you're here in this beautiful state of Illinois, this lovely city of Chicago, but not today because the weather is like Ebenezer Scrooge. I don't know what's going on outside, but the weather is angry. Angry, angry, man. You can download that PointsBet app and stay away from that anger and just register your account from start to finish all from your phone. So what are you waiting for? Because once the game starts, you don't just bet. Will Gottlieb, tell him what you do, sir. You live your bet life. Oh, Joey, you got something for me?
1: Money, money. (laughs) (laughs) Joey is on his game
2: today. (laughs) The falsetto, man. I appreciate the falsetto, I do
0: um all right let's let's kick off our ama the first ama we're doing here at chgo bulls let's have some fun uh c red okay. uk kicks us off with does big dave still feel we need a goon if so who does he think we should go for oh my gosh <laughs> look at these graphics
2: that joey put together first of all, oh my god is it's, perfect. it's is will perfect. as
0: steve from as, blues club
2: yes, exactly <laughs> why is that perfect why is that perfect why is that perfect? I, oh I just don't Oh, my know. goodness. That's it, so good. That's so oh good. My, Joey is going above and beyond. <laughs> oh, man. Um, do I? Yes, I, I always feel like every winning team definitely needs a goon. I promise you, when we're doing these random bulls, we might throw some out <laughs> while I'm doing it. Um, but, yeah, every team needs one. I don't know uh, who in particular I have to see kind of what they're doing in the offseason as far as, you know, who the players they're bringing in uh to be on this team, to have a better understanding of what type of goon. Uh, Do you want to oh, Patrick Beverly what? kind of goon? No, I was about to ask you, what kind of goons you want are a, there? Yeah, there's there several kinds. There's the Take always yelling. This. There's the yelling, fiery type of goon who's always in your face or something like that, like a Bobby Portis, but who can give you offense. There's a Patrick Beverly veteran type of goon who's always talking crap, you know what I'm saying? Doesn't really does much but does enough. He's and just then there is like y'all. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and it's called 47 on us. But then there's also, you know, the quiet type, the quiet strong type, like the a Kurt strong, Thomas,
1: silent type.
2: You know what I'm saying? Like are guys Coop-like. like that. Very, yes. Come on, Will. That's what it's like. You got to have them, man. So there are several kinds of of those kind of good. Kurt Thomas, Antonio uh Antonio Davis, you know they those kind of goons, you know, those guys who be strong, silent, quiet. you, Nazi don't, want them. you don't want to touch mm. them. You know what I mean? Nazi they, like, Absolutely right. Absolutely right. So I have to see. I have to see. But yes, this team definitely what, still what needs. What category one.
1: does Tristan fall into?
2: Oh, he lost his goon status, man. He was disappointing. Oh. He came in. No, he came in with the words. He came in talking crazy, but he wasn't about that action. And <laughs> and no, he he said everything nice. But you want about that action, man. You can't talk about like, oh man, you can't be run up on my guys like that. You got, we got to see us, and then you did nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, no, you lost me. Right I there. love,
1: I love the playoff challenges. I know people are mm-hmm. laughing about that, and I was laughing about it too. But I just love that <laughs> stuff. I
2: think that's so funny. Yeah, man, can't have that. Can't have that. He lost his status.
0: Uh Juan in the comments. Just, uh, let's just get this over with. How much and how long are you giving Zach Levine? I'm giving him the work. maximum in years and I'm giving him the maximum of the money that comes with that contract that only the bulls can offer him. Yeah. We done here.
1: I'm, I'm giving him $212 million. That's four the years plus a player option at the end. That's the figure. Ditto. <laughs> All that. Yes. You
2: pay him. The, re- the reason
0: that we started doing these player grades and didn't do Zach right away is one of the key pieces is because we spent the back end of last week and the first part of this week talking to y'all about Zach's contract. We were like, yep. let's take a break from Zach. Because guess what? There's plenty more days to talk about Zach and his contract. We I all can't wait
1: till we're at the point we where, we're, about it. where we're talking about the fact that Zach signed his contract and he's back with the Bulls. And Dude, we just we don't have to worry about it anymore.
2: Listen, Will, that show right there. <laughs> when that happens, the pettiness that will spew out of hmm. this screen right here. Mm, mm, it's mm, it's gonna be amazing. It's gonna oh, it's gonna be so. There funny. might be
1: a there might be a drink or two involved in that episode.
2: Oh, it will be led by Petty Peck Oh, <laughs> <we'll> <laughs> will it will be amazing. It will be amazing. <laughs>
0: uh, January. Hey, January. In the comments, uh, Matt, do you get hit on more with or without the mustache? Hey, um, what up, Matt? Honestly, I I don't know. <laughs> the, the answer is not often either way.
2: <laughs>
0: not often enough. Not enough for I, you. I would say in my life ex- in my adult life experience of both having and not having a mustache, more of the ladies are attracted to me when I don't have that mustache on my face. Oh, that's
3: interesting.
1: Was that your first real mustache stint?
0: No. No, I've no. I've rocked the no. stash like for, you know, a few different times in the past. It's usually yearly. Um, yearly
2: he he pulls out the mustache
0: yeah usually somewhere in between fall and winter i'll do something with my facial hair sometimes it'll be a beard and a stash sometimes just a stash sometimes a goatee um most most often the reactions are always and then (laughs) and then if i keep it for a while people will be like oh yeah i'm kind of used to it by now so Mm -hmm. you know whatever but
3: I, it was funny, race. so I saw
0: I saw Vinny, uh, Vinny Duber, you know, part of our awesome White Sox team at the office the other day, yeah. who is like the king mustache. And he was yes, like, he oh, is. dude, you shaved it off. I was like, yeah. I was like, I was ready. And I was like, you? He was like, oh, no, this is permanent. <laughs> I was like, good <laughs> for you, man. I can't. Yes, man. I can't like, do
2: a just 24-7, 365 mustache. Hell no. Dude, Matt, you know what you inspired at CHGO when you cut that mustache off? It was just absolutely unreal. What <laughs> you inspired, Lawrence? You got Lawrence getting cut haircuts. off all of his long hair.
0: <laughs> Apparently, Nick from CHGO Bears like ditched the beard that he had for a while. He did. He did. Like it was crazy. Spring. Man.
2: Spring is about rebirth. Spring is upon and us and change. I-, I hope Will never cuts off the five o'clock uh, Bradley Cooper shadow that he got happening.
1: It's kind of growing out, man. The COVID, COVID beard. The COVID beard. <laughs>
0: Uh, Anish said that we need a petty peck shirt in the CSGO locker. I would wear that. Um, C red UK wants to know, will, when are you changing your Twitter handle to goat leap?
1: Wow. Um, I don't know, probably not going to happen, but I do. I love that people want me to do that. I love won't. I think won't is great. Um, I love I was that like, handle. If I was like, <laughs> won't go leap. Now we're now we could be getting into something. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. we'll see. I think you should. I think no, it would no be promises either think. way,
2: okay, okay, that's fair. That's fair. He's not teasing anybody. He's just letting them as know. <laughs> as my
1: girlfriend says, every time I bring something up that she's not crazy about, we'll talk.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, that's awesome.
0: <laughs> Yikes. Uh, Chicago like Bulls Central. What up, Hayes? Hey, In the comments. Shout out. The new host of Locked On Bulls. Uh, when the Bulls resign Zach to a max contract, they'll be on pace to be $5 million into the luxury tax. Do you see ownership allowing this team to go into the luxury tax, or is Kobe on his way out? Um, I, I mean, I think the answer to both of those questions isn't an either-or. I think bo- the answer to both of those questions could be yes and yes. Mm-hmm. We heard – Michael Reinsdorf say in an interview publicly earlier this season, we are willing to pay the luxury tax. I also believe that Kobe white could be a piece that the front office deems to be not necessary expendable when they are looking for help in other places and that he could be on his way out. But just because Kobe might be on his way out, I don't necessarily see a correlation there. To Kobe staying or going and whether or not this team and this ownership group is willing to pay a luxury tax what about you guys
1: Go ahead. I would love I would love to get a salary cap expert on our show one day mm-hmm. maybe uh Keith or um Keith Smith or Ryan Borgia who does some great stuff yes. for the Ryan Borgia is awesome the Bulls side of things but I don't actually think that's necessarily true I think they have some pretty high cap holds which would take them into the luxury tax but Troy Brown, Derek Jones. I don't think those guys are coming back, which lowers their figure. Um, I think you kind of just have to take uh, Mike Reinsdorf at his word and say until he proves otherwise that if he says he's willing to do it, he'll be willing to do it. But totally agree with you, Matt, that if they're going to make a trade, I think Kobe is sort of that one chip that has some value uh, before he gets into his qualifying option year and uh, could be on his way out. But who knows? I'm, I'm very excited for this offseason to just see because I think it is going to tell you a lot about the future of this team in terms of are they going into the cap or uh, into the luxury tax? Are they willing to pay Kobe and see if he can turn into something and kind of be patient with some of the younger guys? So very, very interesting summer
2: ahead. Yeah. I, You know what is weird because with Kobe, I would have told you with 100% certainty when the season ended that he was gone. Like there's no way he's coming back. And then after I heard him talking uh, you know, at the end of the year presser, like I heard him speaking, I was like, man, he really sounds like a guy who's, who'll be back here. Like who's not even thinking about not leaving or something like that. It wasn't reflective or anything. It was more like, no, I'll be back here. I'm working on this and this, and I'm coming back next season. And we'll do this again kind of thing. Um I don't know. Like I'm, I'm really 50-50 on Kobe. I, I think he, I still kind of think he'll be traded. So maybe I'm 51-49. I, mm-hmm. I still think he'll kind of be traded. I don't know when that will happen, but AK and Eversley have shown when it comes to those young guys who, who were previously here, they got a season. You know what I mean? And after that season, when they didn't get, you know, the results that they wanted, they made moves immediately. Like they were out of here. So Kobe got that season because they were trying to see if he could play, you know, the point guard position, you know, what he could bring to this team. And then they put him back. At that six man spot, because obviously that's where he was more comfortable and they wanted to see what it looked like. And you kind of, it's kind of uh, incomplete because in that first half before the all star break, yeah, it looked great, you know, like perfect positioning, you know, having him coming off the bench. And then afterwards, it was like, why are you on the team? You know, <laughs> it was so, it's really weird.
1: Let me, uh, let me ask you that this, and we don't have to get too deep into it because I know we've got yeah. some other great questions, but like, what do you think Kobe's realistic? peak outcome is as a player like what does he turn into realistically um and how valuable do you think
2: that is to the bulls future and present at at his peak kobe is a six man of the year candidate or winner at his peak in my opinion like Um, a
1: tyler hero type i mean tyler hero Hero is great i don't think he's uh quite that without the
2: handles uh, kind of guy, but just with that jumper, you know, that can get hot kind of thing. He could have a Jordan Clarkson kind of year, um, and just go crazy. Or, uh, my man, uh, lemon pepper Lou, you know, down in Atlanta, he could have one of those, you know, that kind of, that's okay, so, so follow
1: up there is how realistic is that? Like how, what percent chance would you give him to actually turn into that?
2: You know what? I'm going to say 51% he could turn into that. Honestly, like seriously, if he gets on the right team, guys, where they remove the responsibility from him and they're like, just please shoot the basketball and do nothing else. We're not going to worry about your defense. We're not going to worry about you doing anything else. Just go there and score. He could really turn into that because every guy I just mentioned to you, they aren't worried about doing anything but shooting. That's it. Period. Point blank. So mm-hmm. if he goes somewhere where that is his only responsibility, I think he has a shot to turn into that for sure.
0: Colin in the comments said he deserves another half a season first. He being Kobe. I, I don't, I don't, I don't agree with that.
2: I don't disagree I, with it.
0: <laughs> I think it, it, it's not about giving him another half a season to further evaluate what Kobe is and how he fits as a puzzle piece into this roster right now. We know what Kobe is. He's a streaky shooter and guy who can come off your bench and contribute some scoring. And when he's on and cooking, and like goes wild in a third or fourth quarter, he can win you a basketball game. But then he disappears for games at a time. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't think you need another half a season to figure that out about Kobe. I think we know that about Kobe by now. And either you deem that to be a piece worth keeping around and paying on a new contract, or you don't. I think it's as simple as that. And I right now am in the camp of people who is saying, if you can get something for Kobe that helps your team more than Kobe's helping your team. I think it's time to move on.
2: Yeah, and again, those guys I mentioned are all guys who've been traded multiple times, you know, in their career in the NBA. Yeah. So it's not like he's untradable piece. Like if he's gonna go, he can go. It's okay. But I can understand giving him another half season. Um, again, if I have to see like Will say, that's why I'm excited for the off because I want to see what they're really trying to do. Because if they're talking about removing those responsibilities from him and just you know saying Kobe go shoot he could be that dude. He could be. Um, But yeah, if they don't give it to him, I mean, I'm not going to cry about it. Like, okay, well, he's out. It's cool. But yeah, I'm not I'm not totally against giving him a half a season.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think that's still up in the air for me. Like if you're talking about like where he could fit into that role that you guys are talking about, I think the Bulls need that somebody in that role. Like he he could do that in Chicago, but The fact that he wasn't able to just have that gunner mentality in the playoffs against the Bucks when the Bulls had just nothing else Mm -hmm. offensively, that was very disappointing to me. And obviously, you're going to take the good with the bad for him on a team like the 2019-20 Bulls when he was kind of like the main, you know, scorer next to Zach. You you saw some good stuff, but same thing as Wendell. Like, I don't know if he's putting up those kind of numbers on a, a good team at this point in his career. So it, it depends on the money. It depends on how patient the Bulls want to be, um, but it's a really interesting question.
3: Yeah,
1: Colin saying
0: so. that's why I would give him half a season, let him cook, then trade him at a high value, or keep him. What if he doesn't start? Yeah, the I first think the, se- the opposite the is, is just as yeah. likely. Yeah, it's like yeah, you're yeah. not you're not positive that you're going to rate his trade value because, look, we we talked leading up to this past season's trade deadline about whether or not Kobe was going to stay. And part of it was the fact that Alex and Lonzo were both out and the depth at guard suddenly became very shallow. Yeah. But the other part was Kobe wasn't playing all that well. And you were sitting there saying, are there a whole lot of teams knocking down the bulls door to offer them different trade packages for Kobe white right now? Cause my guess would have been, no, there weren't.
2: So yeah, it doesn't seem like it was, or, <clears throat> that trigger would have been pulled, like, honestly. Mm-hmm. We were surprised, Matt, that he was still here, right? Like, we, we were like, oh, man, they didn't make a trade for Kobe. Oh, okay, all right, right. Well, they made a decision, and that's what we talked about a lot. Like, well, the Bulls have shown they made their decision they're going to stick with Kobe. But we thought, if anybody, he was always the name. Forget Patrick Williams, by the Bulls. Mm-hmm. We were always bringing up Kobe, like, as the guy who would be traded. So, yeah, it's so interesting. It's going to be just interesting to see.
0: All right, we've got uh, lots more questions to get to. We will get to as many as we can. Uh, coming up next, Dave. Somebody in the dis- in the Bulls Discord channel has a has an NBA rappers question for you. Ah, oh, uh, okay. so we'll right. get to that right after this. Today's episode brought to you all by Strava Craft Coffee. Strava. Want to start your day with a competitive edge? Strava Craft Coffee is a game changer and has helped thousands of people yours truly included, to improve their overall wellness and quality of life. Strava delivers delicious, fresh-roasted specialty coffee infused with organic, broad-spectrum CBD. CBD from hemp doesn't make you high or hungry. What it does do is offer real benefits that can help you feel alert and focused without those coffee jitters, live your day more balanced with less anxiety, fewer aches and pains. Plus, including CBD in your daily routine can even help you enjoy more restful sleep so you wake up feeling your best. So the best part is that Strava is all about quality. Everything is small batch, fresh, and shipped straight to your door. Strava also offers concentrated full-spectrum CBD tinctures for those looking for more traditional CBD format. Tinctures. Boom. If you love Strava after you've tried it, you can also subscribe and save with the Strava Coffee Club. With Strava, you're in control. Save on your favorite coffees and have them automatically delivered to your home or office on your preferred schedule. And right now, our CHGO listeners can save 25% off their entire purchase when you use promo code CHGO25. That's 25% off your entire order at StravaCraftCoffee.com when you use promo code CHGO25 at checkout. Try it, people.
2: You know what, guys? I feel like I'm missing out somewhat because... Off of these promos, like Matt now is officially down with Strava. He's the
1: Strava guy. He's the Strava man.
2: He he gets it on the website. Will is all into the athletic greens. You know, he's gone above and beyond. And I'm like, well, what have I got to get into? It's got to be. so. Is it is it gambling? gambling, that? <laughs> that? gambling it? Join oh, me in man. the gambling circle, won't you?
1: Par- Parlay Dave doesn't have quite the same ring it, to it. It just but...
2: doesn't. It, it doesn't, man. You know what I'm saying? But we'll, we'll see. We'll see.
1: Uh, what, what about like double down, Dave? You
0: make a bet Ooh. before tip off and then at halftime, you bet again. Double down, yeah.
2: Dave. No, I'm one-time Ooh. thing, man. That sounds like extra work. Like, no, I'm one-time <laughs> thing, man. Like, I'll put a thousand down on something and then just walk away. Like, I, I would definitely do that.
0: Yeah. Uh, our guy Sean from CHGO Socks and CHGO Bets. Speaking of points bets, said, "I love random generator. Can I steal it for CHGO Socks? Of
2: course you can, oh, sir. You may. If you <laughs> need any other it.
1: creative ideas, you know who to ask. Big yes. <laughs> Dave, <laughs> not me." <laughs> We are- <laughs> uh, Dave uh Dave January recommends
0: Manscape being like your sponsor that you roll with all the time. Look at that beard.
2: I have mm-hmm. used Manscape. This is true. I put on mm-hmm. the draws too. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. this is a fact. I have I look, used all the-,
0: the one the one that you swore by back at our old uh, locked on platform was uh Sweatblock, right? Oh. That, that like specialty deodorant that keeps Brother. you nice
2: and dry. Swear by it, Will Gottlieb. Swear by it. I keep one on me all the time, baby. Like it's my wallet. I, <laughs> sweat block. I love that thing. I love it so much. It comes in so much handy. It really does.
0: Man, you know what? I haven't had in a while is a built bar. Uh, oh. Give <laughs> built bar. Give built bar. Uh, all right, moving along. Uh, this one comes to us from our Bulls Discord channel. Which, by the way, if you aren't a member yet of CHGO, sign up for an account uh so that you can access this fun discord hangout section um bigby doge i hope i pronounced that correctly said got a question for big dave here what are his thoughts on lonzo as a rapper does he stack up against the goat on the mic denzel valentine i've been dying to know
2: <laughs> oh well first of all the, the greatest uh athlete rapper is shaquille o'neal shaquille o'neal there was, there was nobody better than shaq, shaq? Is an actual straight up rapper. He's in in athlete terms. He's he's Kendrick Lamar. He's he's Rock him. Like in athlete terms, he's, he's what, what about
1: uh, what about my guy Iman Shumpert? <laughs>
2: <laughs> don't make me speak ill of the hometown. Will I don't want to do that. I don't shout out to Oak Park hometown.
1: River Forest High School.
2: You dig? shout out, man. Shout out Iman, man. Well, I, I will say this: his wife makes incredible music. Well, I'll say that. That he counts for Taylor. something. Yes, it does. Deanna Taylor makes some incredible music, man. Great albums. But as far as Lonzo as a rapper, um, I'm I'm happy he's playing point guard. <laughs> I'm, I'm happy he's doing that. Being a point guard. I list, of course, I did listen to several of his actually I listened to his album when it came out. Uh it, it was uninspired, in my opinion. Um he didn't have he didn't have the right voice for me. He has some bars. Like he he's a better rapper than Denzel Valentine. I'll definitely say that. He, he's much better than him. Um and That's but not he's not on that test. level yet. Yeah, but he's not on that level, man. So he's not on the Shack or or Dame Lillard level. You know what I mean? He's he's not there. Not on that kind of thing. But he's better than Denzel. I'll say sloppy, like he's better than Denzel. Sl- but I'm glad that he's <laughs> playing point guard now and focusing his stuff there.
0: How can you say better than Denzel? Does he have any lines as good as Sloppy like Joe? Sloppy
2: like Joe. Will, it's the greatest rhyme. Man, you should have saw me, Will. I, I couldn't wait to tell Matt and John that line as soon as I heard it. I couldn't wait to tell them about that I love line. It. Sloppy like
0: joke. Dude, I, I, li- I actually listened to that album because I know Bulls fans would ask me about it. Mm-hmm. That Denzel album, where like <laughs> each song was a minute and 45 seconds long, maybe. It, it only took me half an hour to listen to the whole thing. And it was yeah. still like, I want that half an hour back. I will never get that half hour back. Basically. I will say
2: shout out to him, though, because of the promotion, because he dropped the album on Valentine's Day. And I thought that was a brilliant move. I really did. I thought that was really smart and brilliant. But if you that was a bad Valentine's right. Day, because <laughs>
0: because that was clearly going to work. So many couples were like, oh, you know, what? Still <laughs> romantic tonight, honey. Let's have a nice, quiet, home cooked meal. Just the two of us. And we'll put Candle on a dinner new, with Denzel we'll Valentine's Candlelight dinner with Denzel's new bars in the background. <laughs> candlelight and paper cuts. <laughs> like, I mean. guarantee you, not a single human being got laid listening to Denzel's album on Valentine's Day. <laughs> zero. Zero.
2: <laughs> Oh man, great question though. That's a very good question.
0: Uh, Dave, suck. who you got in a battle? John Cena versus Shaq.
2: Oh, Shaq could eat him alive, man. Oh no, Shaq could kill John Cena because John Cena he got he can spit. He cool. He all right. He he picks good music. He has a, honestly he has a good ear for music and what he's selecting. But Sha- Shaq dude will literally come off the head and rip you apart, and he'll have memorable bars you know, when he's rapping against somebody, you, you remember what he said about Kobe, like, you know, you, you quote that all the time. Just, just saying that stuff. That was a freestyle off the top of his head, but now Shaq is an MC, like a frill, like a MC, like Cena's is cool, but Shaq is, Shaq is an MC. He eat him for real.
0: Uh, We got another comment uh, or, or question rather from our CHGO bulls discord. Uh Nick wants to know everybody's drink of choice.
1: Will, what's your drink of choice? Put me on the spot. Um, I haven't had anything to drink in like a long time because COVID and just all sorts of other reasons, I suppose. But uh, I was drinking whiskey a little bit just before COVID got bad again. Um, mm-hmm. I don't are, know. Are you a,
0: a bourbon, a scotch, or rye? Uh,
1: I don't know. Rye, maybe?
0: okay interesting
1: yeah. i wouldn't say i'm like much of a connoisseur but that's just kind of what i was starting to get into love a love a gin and tonic oh, summertime summertime, summertime, summertime G&T's. gin and tonic oh hell yeah also uh underrated moscow mules love ah, those uh those one one aside from G&T's,
0: my other favorite summer drink is not a moscow mule but a kentucky mule i'm not a big That's vodka you know. guy but i love whiskey so i'll swap Ooh. out the whiskey for the vodka and just do bourbon ginger beer splash yeah. of lime oh my god that sounds so, great so refreshing in the summertime yeah i can't, I can't wait for summer stop it's almost ringing, summer, please.
2: it's almost here man
0: it looks so gross out this window right now <laughs> <laughs> big dave i i know you're uh i know you're on the 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 mellow wagon right now yes, correct I am. like I am. that was uh, not since
2: january 1st not since Jan- actually not since like december 4th like i haven't had anything man. so it's you, are, you are
0: a stronger man than me <laughs> <laughs> what was did that, that work yeah.
3: that didn't work did it i, I mean, tried I to do a call. sound effect on lbh to go there you go will got it I was trying to do some Bobby Boucher in there, but I had to oh, play that it. That was, you know, okay. off my that's phone awesome. into the oh, microphone. The audio
2: definitely did not come through all that clear. I don't mind no, yeah, yeah, I didn't okay. think it
3: was going to, but I had to take the chance.
2: Appreciate you. See, that's why I like when he went for it. He didn't worry about losing or winning. He just went for it, and I appreciate it. And he's actually right. I'm glad he put that because my drink of choice is always oh, <laughs> the H2O. Look baby. at the size of that okay. jug of water. This is one of my greatest okay. purchases ever. Because also drinking it's, water it's a gallon it comes with a handle and i can just drink it straight up out of here and i'm good to go i love this i drink i probably drink one of these a day i love good it for you so so much much it water. So much. i'm a water person matt will tell you that was one of the things he marveled at when he met me water, <laughs> water and, and grapes water and grapes oh. baby yep all
0: oh, the grapes the, yeah, the most pristine grapes you will ever see, uh, Sean said. What's your favorite trick of choice to listen to while you're listening to Denzel Valentine's album? Uh, cyanide, you're right? Ble- Gasoline, bleach.
2: <laughs> I'm gonna go with bleach, <laughs> sadness,
1: <laughs> bleach and hydroxychloroquine. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh my goodness! Wash
0: it down with some ivermectin. Um <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh oh man Big Dave
0: what is your favorite type of preserves and do they come from Matt's summer
2: house Now Matt see Matt <laughs> the, from man when Matt goes on vacation to Peck Manor as I like <laughs> call it Peck Manor Um when he goes up there he there's a place where they make fresh preserves and I tried some once when I was at uh, his condo, you know, it was really amazing. And Matt went back and brought me an actual jar of it that I've been experimenting with, uh, basically with breakfast sandwiches. Like, so mm-hmm. when I get like a croissant, egg and cheese joint, it's going on there and it's been working out quite nicely. <laughs> like, <laughs> like it's, quite, it's quite amazing. But my favorite preserves are strawberry. Like I love strawberry preserves. Love, love, love strawberry preserves, of apricot, is also good for as well. But yeah, strawberry preserves. I, I you can never go wrong with that for me. Peach preserves, too. Those are good too.
1: What about mm. uh you black blackberry preserves?
2: Oh, blackberry preserves. It's
1: good, man. I was that's... on I was all over the strawberry bandwagon for a while and then blackberry. Dave, was the jar I gave you was that blackberry or was that black raspberry?
0: Black raspberry. Okay, what that's did. what I thought. Yeah. yeah that black yeah. raspberry.
1: That sounds very good
0: too. Al- altman's orchards up there in northern yeah. Michigan. My God. You can taste so- it right out Ooh. the tree,
2: Will. Man. <laughs> takes the tree in it. It's, it's really like, ugly, man.
0: I don't know about you guys, as far as, like, your PB&J ratios, I usually mm-hmm. go kind of like 60-40 peanut butter over jelly. Oh But no. when I get my hands on one of them jars, I flip mm-hmm. it, and I'm like, give me a little bit more jelly than peanut butter because that's how freaking good it is.
2: No, no. The ratio is more like 60-40 jelly to peanut butter for me when I'm, when I'm doing it because – because it was about the strawberry preserves. It was all about that. Like, if it's grape jelly, I'm not a fan of grape jelly like that. Wow. But if it's grape, grape, grape jelly, it's trash Yeah, trash. 50-50. You know what I mean? But, you know, sometimes you get what you can afford. So, you know, it's 50-50. But, you know, since you moved up in life, you, <laughs> you stepped up to the strawberry and the schmuckers. And <laughs> straight off the farm kind of thing. You know what I mean? And, yeah, you go about 60-40 where it's just hanging off the edge of the bread. Where it's just hanging off but not falling off. You know what I mean? It's right there.
0: Only person who should ever have to subject themselves to grape jelly is Denzel. After finishing oh. that album, as a punishment to himself, he just
2: picking on Denzel. You <laughs> preserves? Man can't even have preserves. No, That's
0: no. Only grape for Denzel. He caused I, me I enough pain.
2: I do say this about Denzel: that I appreciated his honesty on that album. I like that about. It. He wasn't fronting. He was like talked a lot about how he grew up and what it was like growing up. For him like he was very honest about it he was like we wasn't poor but we wasn't rich kind of thing but we were struggling and yeah i like that i like when guys are honest in their music now. yeah he's, he saved all of
0: his fronting for when he was on the basketball court pretending to be good at basketball <laughs> um all right let's let's move on a Brilliant, pw <laughs> pw was just a ridiculous hypothetical question who starts for the bulls at center next season vooch Gobert or mitchell robinson
2: oh wow
0: um i'm gonna go with vooch
2: yeah i'm gonna go with the two-time why is it
0: that so many bulls fans have this obsession in their heads is is it just because of all the talk and all the smoke that's coming out of utah after their first round exit and the fact that you know we we got that report that rudy (laughs) said about donovan mitchell like it's him or me somebody's got to go and people are like well, I was disappointed in the season Vooch had, so let's just trade him out for, for Rudy Gobert. Like, I don't understand how many Bulls fans think that that's just like a rational thing that's about to happen this summer.
2: Yeah, I don't understand it either. Go ahead, Will.
1: I, I was just going to say, I think Vooch has got to be like the minus 1,000 favorite. Gobert plus 10,000. <laughs> <laughs> Mitchell Robinson, they were there were rumors about Mitchell Robinson. Yeah. Weren't there um, at the deadline. So, mm-hmm. you know, maybe there's some smoke there. Uh, Purtle, obviously, Rock. there were some rumors about him, who I'm a big fan of. mm mm-hmm. um, uh, Yeah, so I don't know. We'll see. I would say Vooch is the heavy favorite.
2: Yeah, Purtle's going to cost you, too, much more than uh, Robinson would, because I think the future's bright for that young man. He's, yeah, he's nice. good. He's really he's He nice. is good.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, Speaking of uh, big men, and maybe something a little more realistic... Then uh, uh, Rudy Gobert, uh, here's a tweet. Are you happy now on Twitter? uh, Asked us this. Unsure about the Bulls cap space after re-signing Zach, but thoughts on pursuing Andre Drummond as a backup center. Size, rebounding, rim protection, and doesn't hurt to have practiced against Embiid. Um, uh, What what do you
1: guys think about Drummond? The first thing that jumped into my head was uh, that still shot of drummond on a breakaway doing the peace sign uh i you know he puts up numbers but i don't think he's actually that good uh he he like finishes very very poorly around the rim for somebody that's like a lob catcher Mm -hmm. he is not a great defender i think he's like a fine backup big he's gonna get you some monster rebound numbers and that's something that the bulls struggle with especially if they move on from booch so maybe as a backup but i think he's kind of like gonna be looking around for a starting job somewhere
2: yeah, like I think he'll be starting on a on a bad team. Like I can yeah. really see that happening for him. I don't I don't it's something about him and his vibe. I just don't want it here. I don't know what I can't explain it to you.
1: But, or the other one where he was like doing the post-up thing behind LeBron. Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. Right. You know what I mean? He's like,
1: kinda he's got some Denzel in him.
2: Yeah, like where he goes, there's like losing following for some reason. You know what I mean? Like the Lakers you just mentioned, the Nets we just saw. Like, I don't know why, but where Detroit – yeah, I was going like to say, he was he goes, on some
0: stinky Pistons teams.
2: Yeah, where he goes to kind of – not to say he can pl- can't play because, obviously, he can play. He, he can score and he can rebound, and he's a cool <laughs> defender. But, uh, I, no, I don't, I don't want it here. You know i I'd rather – yeah, I like Mitchell Robinson a little more for this team, for the fit for this team. They need the defense, man. They don't need
1: – Younger, better offense. rim protector, bouncier. Right. Exactly. Better lob finisher. Also, exactly. broke Patrick's hand, so that – against him in some way
2: yeah but i'd rather put that on my team than have my guy go up against him again like put it on my team now you know
1: true um all right guys let's
0: get out of here on one more real question and we have some time to figure this out but i know a lot of bulls fans are already talking about it so that guy murph uh tv on twitter said who's the ideal pick at 18 also in the csgo bulls discord sung asked another question uh, given we have the 18th pick in the first round, what positional need should be addressed with it if we end up keeping it, or is it better to just go best player available? So, always,
1: always, always best player available, always. I, I'm with you and on forever. that. Yeah,
2: and forever go with the best player I mean, available for sure. The always. Bulls
0: were still looking for a point guard or a, a guy who could play point and the two, and they ended up taking Kobe White seventh. And, you know, we I know we just spent a lot of time talking about Kobe, but
3: mm-hmm.
0: if they had not maybe – I think they edged a little towards drafting for need when they took Kobe there and kind of taking the, the bottom of that group of top-of-the-lottery guards when you talked about, you know, obviously Jago and number two and then Sexton and Garland going off the board. And then mm-hmm. Kobe was just sort of like the last one there. And the Bulls were like, okay, well, I guess we'll take him when – how many wings and big man that went after Kobe are just like much bigger and better and more important role players, if not stars on their respective teams right now, always go best player available.
2: And I'll even say it like this, even when you've got the first pick or second pick and you're like, you have a clear need of what you need. You, you take the best dude available like who's there like yeah. derrick rose is the best example i can think of right now because kirk there. ask
0: ask the blazers <laughs> about sam Bowie. they happy yeah, exactly. about that hello oh we've already, <laughs> hello. we've already got clyde we don't need that guy who looks <laughs> like he has the game <laughs> that good. exactly mirrors clyde
2: wait no. oh well, even give he... us give us Bowie. We're, we're we're taking Bowie. or how about uh no man we we'll just take darko like no. we're good on that you know what i'm saying we don't who is this mellow guy? We don't you can, need that. You
1: can never have too much talent on your team. You can have yes. you can have enough mediocre guys that fill a need. Mm. You can never have too much talent. I haven't really dug into it yet, but uh, I text with my friend Nez. Shout out to Nez. I think he's watching right now. Well, um, he was uh he was texting me guesses on Morrow and Isaiah Cannon earlier, so I think he's watching. <laughs> um, but he he's been high on uh, Malachi Branham. And I think he's a very good player. He's got some upside. Um, definitely fills a role as far as you know, a three and D type of wing. But I think has some more creation chops. Um, I'll definitely, you know, I've never been a huge draft guy, but uh, now that I've got all this all this time, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be getting into it. So yeah. so Han's very good. I like Tari Eason. Um, some of my draft friends are big into. Uh, Leonard Miller, I think it is. Uh, so he could be something fun. Yeah, Leonard Miller, he's a Canadian prospect that's super young and super tall and has some on ball skills, very, very long guy, shoots it, dribbles. Um, you think uh... there's some interesting prospects out there this year, but I think it's a, it's kind of a less exciting draft. Obviously, you've got like your top four or five Chet, Paolo, Jabari, Jaden Ivey, uh, so outside of that, there's not like a huge bunch of talent in the middle, but I think there's some nice players. So hopefully they can find someone good.
2: What do you think about uh, Kofi Cockburn? Will he be there? Will he be a guy you take at 18?
1: He isn't he going back to school.
2: No, he's coming out. No, he's coming. Oh, he's coming out. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: I think he strikes me as more of a second round guy just because he is just overwhelmingly athletic at that level and like just giant. And I wonder, no. you know
2: <laughs> I don't know you're a bad thing yet, Will. <laughs> well,
1: I just wonder if he's like taking advantage of like non-professional NBA player sized okay, human beings. Um okay. At but least... I could also see him having sort of a I.O. type of season where he goes in the second round and then is producing because he's just a great player. Yeah. But uh I think there are some other centers um that'll probably go before him, whether it's uh ooh, Kofi undrafted. Mm. Um, is he, possible. He's saying
2: he's not even projected to be drafted in, in most mock drafts.
1: There's there's Jalen Duran, there's Mark Williams, uh Walker Kessler, Coloco. There's there's a bunch of guys I think um that could go probably ahead of him. Uh Kamagata is another one. So we'll see. But I think he's obviously like that kind of that kind of athlete, that kind of body, and we'll see if he can put it together in the NBA.
2: How wild is it you in the NBA and that big and that athletic and could go undrafted? That's so crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. Uh,
0: Plenty more days to talk about what the Bulls might do with that. I can't wait to, to dig to the into the NBA draft, path. man. I love the draft. It's mm-hmm. going to be fun. And we don't even have to stress out about the lottery
1: this year. So, Woo-woo! you know. yeah. And I'll say nice this. Change of pace. I'll say this. It would also not surprise me at all if the Bulls trade that pick. To just try to get some more like contribute now kind of talent. Yeah. yeah, I think they need they need they need cheap talent. So if they can find somebody who's like able to contribute on a rookie contract, that's ideal. But mm-hmm. would not surprise me at all if they're trading that pick on draft night. Yeah. Um. Thank you, everybody. We're out of time. That hour went by so freaking fast.
0: Um, We're having hope, fun. Hope y'all enjoyed the uh, random Bulls generator. We'll definitely play that again. Uh. And. Uh, if you're a White Sox fan, sounds like the, the Sox crew is going to start doing that, too. And thank you, everybody, for throwing us your questions about Bulls, NBA, and all of the questions that were in no way related to the Bulls or the NBA. That, those questions are oftentimes uh, just as fun, if not more fun, to answer because we talk about the Bulls every freaking day. Uh, mm-hmm. So we'll do some more AMAs on Fridays moving through the offseason as well. Appreciate y'all. Keep those questions uh, coming uh, on Twitter in that uh, CHO Bulls Discord channel. Give us a quick thumbs up on that button if you like today's show. If you were tuning in on YouTube, we appreciate it. It helps us out a lot. And um, any of your fellow Bulls fans who haven't uh come to hang out with us yet, let them know we're here and we're here for you all the time. That's it. Hope everybody enjoyed their week. It's Friday. Enjoy the weekend. We will be back on Monday with a fresh dose of episodes for y'all. Uh thanks to our producer, Joey, uh hanging out in the background there. And uh Will is on Twitter at won't got leave still, not go got leave yet uh dave is bow b-a-w-l sports Bow billy donovan jack (laughs) uh billy d uh we are chjo underscore bulls until next time appreciate and love you bulls nation see red be good